G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you may be aware, Tasmanians are about to go to the polls for a state election. It is a snap election called for this Saturday, the 1st of May. It was called after the Speaker in Tasmania, Sue Hickey, quit the Liberal Party throwing the Gutwin government into a minority government. It has been a very fast-moving process. Let's get some Christian insight into the issues in Tasmania. Christopher Brohier is the Australian Christian Lobby State Director with responsibility for Tasmania. Christopher, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Good to be here. Christopher, at a broad brush perspective, uh, what is the most important issue here around the stability for government in Tasmania? Neil, as you said, uh, the election was called because Sue Hickey, the speaker uh, who was a member of the Liberal Party, quit the Liberal Party recently, throwing the Guthman government into minority status. And on the back of that, the Premier called an election, uh, a snap election for the 1st of May. And both leaders, the Labour Party leader and the Premier, are both saying that they won't rule in minority government, they want majority government, uh, because that gives stability. And from an ACL point of view, the other major player in, in the lower house are the Greens and Going into minority government with the Greens, we think, is a bad idea because a lot of their policies are very um, contrary to a Christian viewpoint. And for a long time, Tasmania has had minority governments and uh, it's probably more down to the way the voting system works in Tasmania, a little different to other states? That's right. So Tasmania, along with the ACT, has what they call a Hare-Clark voting system. That means that there are five electorates for the whole state in the lower house, and each electorate uh, elects five people to the lower house. So there's 25 members, and each voter in each electorate has got to vote number their papers one to five, and then there's proportional representation. The ones who get the quota get in, and then the, the remaining seats are divided up with the ones who get the most number of seats. So it's, it's, it's a difficult elections, uh, electoral system which gravitates towards uh, minority government. Uh, that's why both leaders, uh, I think rightly, are saying if we don't get a majority, we, we won't lead the state. Christopher, the Greens are in the mix there in between Liberal and Labour, talking about the major parties involved here. Uh, your thoughts on the Greens and the position that they hold uh, in the government up to date and uh, what could happen after the election on Saturday? Well, to give credit where credit's due, they have one policy which I support, which is restricting on, on, on gambling and, and the poker machines. But they seem to be more concerned with issues of 
for example, animal rights. They had a, a big policy on, on animal rights and less concerned with the rights of human beings to live. The Greens supported the euthanasia bill or the voluntary assisted suicide bill, as I prefer to call it, uh, as a policy position. Uh, so it, overall, it's my view that their policies take the state in a way that is not helpful from a Christian point of view. Well, that's a blunt way of putting it, isn't it? Uh, just to reinforce what you just said, the Greens in Tasmania uh, think that animal rights are more important than human rights, and that's demonstrated, Christopher, in the way that they've voted on some pretty significant life issues. Uh, give us some insights here into how the Tasmanian Parliament looks at and uh, how they've dealt with uh, the ideas around voluntary assisted dying, and of course, there are all sorts of other issues as well, but that one first. So the Voluntary Assisted Suicide Bill passed both houses earlier this year. It pretty well sailed through the upper house last year without, there may have been one contrary vote or, or it may not have been any. In the lower house, the final vote was 18 votes to six. And so what we have done in this election, obviously we can't support candidates as a charity, but we've let people know through emails and through our website, which we've set up called www.tasmaniavotes.org.au. We've let people know the thinking of those six uh, people in each particular seat from how they voted on this issue, because our position is that how they voted on this issue of voluntary assisted suicide is a good indication of how they might vote on other significant moral and ethical issues which, which will be coming down the tube for Tasmania in this next term of parliament. So we've urged people on this website, www.tasmaniavotes.org.au, to consider voting on moral and ethical grounds and choose those who are most likely to support God to support God's laws in parliament. It's very interesting, if I tell you this, um, Neil, one of the candidates in the seat of Bass is a lady by the name of Lara Alexander. She's a Liberal candidate. She's about fourth on the ticket, I think. She's from Romania originally. She came here in 1993 after the fall of communism in Romania. Communism fell in 1989 in December. And she said that the feeling she gets in Tasmania and Australia is such that it reminds her of the way things were in communist Romania. People are afraid to talk about things. People are afraid to talk about their faith. People are afraid to talk about gender issues. And she says she and her husband were thinking once they retire, they might go back to Romania. So that's a bit of an indication of the trend in the state, but also it's across Australia, where there is this real totalitarian streak, you can call it cancel culture, whatever you want, but he's shutting down anyone who would speak truth from a biblical point of view. You mentioned items that are coming, and we've seen in Queensland, the ACT and Victoria, issues around the conversion therapy, and uh, these were playing a role too in Western Australia's recent state election. 
Where do those sorts of issues fit in Tasmania? And I wonder if you've got any assessment as to the Liberals and uh, the Labor Party. Uh, let's leave the Greens out of uh, that discussion for a moment. We think we know where they sit. But uh, on those two sides, on that issue of conversion therapy, is this one of those issues that is looming large for Tasmania? Yes, because at the moment there's a consultation being run by the University of Tasmania Law Reform Institute on what they call sexual orientation, gender identity, conversion practices. And all of that, of the reference paper that sets up that consultation is tremendously biased against people of faith. And the direction of this consultation is expressly aimed at Christian groups, because if I can quote from one of the paragraphs, they say these conversion practices are associated with morally conservative or fundamental religious groups and doctrines. And it goes on to say, and again, describing what they think are religious ideology, they say this is the wrong thinking, that human beings are born with the potential of developing into heterosexual people whose gender identity reflects their sex assigned at birth. This development has been stunted due to abuse, etc., and can be reversed by counselling. And they say that that is false. Now, the fundamental basis of that thinking is that human beings and particularly people who are, have a different gender identity or sexual orientation than heterosexuality, are perfect, they say. They are people who do not need to change, and people, you, we cannot say people are broken. Now, that contradicts, it goes right across the gospel of Jesus Christ, which says that we're all sinners. Jesus said, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, adulteries, etc., fornication, etc., this doctrine says, look, mankind is perfect, is good. So don't you dare tell anybody that they need to repent. And this whole push, interesting, they say that they can't find, they haven't got evidence that these practices occur in Tasmania, but they want to stop it. And so we've put in a submission to the inquiry or the consultation. And we've taken it head on and we said that the issues paper displays a fundamental and distorting bias because it's, it's assuming there is this, this terrible view among Christians and it has to be stopped. And, and it really turns out, if you strip it all back as an attack on the rights of parents, to ensure the religious and moral education of their children in conformity with their own convictions. That, that is what this is getting to, as it is in Victoria now. So that's the issue coming down the tube. Well, this issue of conversion therapy and that we have seen in Victoria, in fact, criminalises Christian practices uh, and it enslaves those who have an unwanted same-sex attraction because they have nowhere to search for help. Let me ask you, uh, is there a clear distinction between two sides here, uh, Liberal and Labor, on that issue? No, there's not. So... um I would 
hazard a guess. I haven't spoken to the Labour Party people on this, but I would hazard a guess that they are pretty well in lockstep with this movement. And the Liberals are a bit more um, fractured, but there is a group in the Liberal Party that wants to see something like this done. So it's not a binary, if I can use a pun, it's, it's not a binary uh, distinction between the parties on this issue. It would indicate there's tough times ahead in Tasmania around that issue. Uh, just quickly, uh, when you've got Peter Gutwin uh, on the Liberal side, uh, Labor's leader Rebecca White, uh, are there distinctives there that you've identified that you might be able to run a Christian monitor over? Uh, any thoughts on either of those leaders? I, I can't speak for any of their faith positions because I don't know, but... Rebecca White is, on my understanding, aligned with the right of the Labour Party. Now, that doesn't say a lot because of the drift to the left of the Labour Party in Tasmania. She's had a difficult election campaign because there's been, from her own party, would seem moves to undermine her. That's what the press is reporting, at least. And Premier Gutwin is probably more on the moderate side of the Liberal Party, not the Conservative side. So that's... What we've done in our website, www.tasmaniavotes.org.au, is to highlight the six people that we can tell people have clear thinking on some of these moral issues and encourage people to think about that as they vote. So in some sense here, Christopher, it's all bad news for what policies are on both sides. And if you put the Greens in the mix, that just doubles down on some bad policy taking the state down a bad route. It's going to come down to Christians in Tasmania voting according to their conscience for individual candidates. Is that the way you are pointing people? Um. I think that's right. I wouldn't say it's, it's all bad news because we have the good news, the good news that the king is sovereign and whatever happens with these ebbs and tides of parliamentary uh, supremacy of one party to the other or one philosophy to the other, the king is still supreme. And so he is working out his purposes and the verse that I, I, I really encourages me is Ephesians 1.11 that in the fullness of time he would draw everything everything together in Christ. That plan is working out. No trouble with that. We might have to go through some hard times. That plan is working out. But on the practical level in answering your question, we're urging people not to think of their hip pocket, but to think of moral and ethical issues as they come to vote and vote for the candidate. And if it is that your candidate the best person is number three on the ticket, put them number one. Because we want these good people in Parliament. That's the best security we can have on from a parliamentary basis. Well, special honour to the Australian Christian Lobby who have put together the tasmaniavotes.org.au website and uh, you've identified on that website uh, key issues and you've identified key candidates and for Tasmanians, uh, worthwhile checking out tasmaniavotes.org.au as you're deliberating about candidates in your particular electorate. Christopher Brohier is the Australian Christian Lobby State Director with responsibility for Tasmania. Christopher, thanks so much for the insights today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. And just one final word. I'd encourage people to pray. 
Really pray for this election. It's important. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 